Hello, I'm Brad Geddes. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to help you explore the keys to success in your internet marketing and expand your wealth of knowledge. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app now available for iPhone and Android. Download it today from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Discover new ways to revolutionize your revenue stream linked right to your smartphone with the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge, and we're a marketing training and toolset company. And on this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. So I find that doing some competitive analysis can be really useful to have an idea of what your competitors are doing, maybe make some shifts yourself. And so I thought we'd do a show all around how you should be conducting competitive analysis and why it's useful. So to, to fully explore this topic, I invited Mike Colia, who is the founder of AdBeat.com, which is a competitive analysis tool, to be on the show. And as he's a founder of this tool and a tool on this topic, he's done a lot of thinking about this subject and should have some great insights for us today. So thank you, Mike, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Hi, Brad. Uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, wonderful, wonderful time. So um, just as like the, the quick and dirty 10-second rule, like, can you just explain what is competitive analysis? Uh, so competitive analysis or competitive intelligence uh, to me is basically just um, learning as much as you can about your competitors. So if you're in a market, you want to understand um, what anyone else in that market is is doing. And of course, you know, particularly around advertising, which is sort of what, what I specialize in. Yep. So, all right. So if I've got this list of 500 things to do, um, why should I spend time tracking competition? Like, what's the benefit as an advertiser I get out of this? So it it really depends on where where you're at in terms of um, how mature is is the business, and um, there's a lot of different things that would go into that. Um, particularly early on, if um, if you're kind of just starting with with paid advertising, for instance, uh, I would say that's probably the most important thing that you could be doing. Uh, is is trying to understand who's already out there spending money, um, what kind of, you know, where are they spending that money on ads, what do the ads look like, uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, if you're further along and say, you you know, or maybe you're even a market leader uh, and you've got a paid advertising program that's up and running and, and you're doing very well with it, and you have a lot of your own data that uh, you're constantly analyzing and, and making improvements from, then you know it may not be um, as important, but uh, it's still going to be – I, I would think it's going to be a, an integral part of, of what you're doing to try to improve. 
Huh, that's interesting because I remember <clears throat> when I when I often work with really big companies, we we actually try competition different ways. So if we're starting out, right, we're kind of looking at who's good to kind of mimic things and, and get a jump start. But if we got a big company, we're often looking to avoid being disrupted by an upstart who has a better way of marketing our incumbent messages, essentially. Um, so, so let's say yeah. I, I'm, you know, I've been doing this for a bit and there I've got, you know, a hundred competitors and, and obviously com- tracking a hundred is too much. So, you know, how should I decide which ones I should track? Is it the small upstarts? Is it the big guys? Does it shift depending on the maturity of my, my accounts? Like how, how do I determine who I should be, com- should be watching? Um, so, I mean, that's. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it'd be hard for me to imagine 100 competitors, but I suppose if it was a big company that had a lot of different kind of business lines, then you could conceive, you know, of something like that where there were, you know, a handful of competitors for a dozen different business lines. Um, so, you know, which ones do you look at? Uh, the ones that are, you know, most likely to 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 be able to teach you something, Um so uh, I tend to look at traffic estimates of competitors um, as kind of one of the first things and, you know, decide if if, some, if a site has high traffic to it um, and they're basically have high ad spend, they're probably doing some things um, really well. And so I'm going to pay more attention to those. Right. I would think that's the most basic thing. Yeah, well, that because that's a good question, because I mean, I say big companies all the time. And, and they've gotten big for various reasons and often traditional um, if they're older companies. And they might be spending a lot online, but they're actually not very good. Is there a way when you kind of start getting into to analyzing competition to determine, hey, these guys, they're really not that good even though they're much bigger than us and we shouldn't watch them as much as someone else? Like how can you tell if someone's good at what yeah. they're doing? Yeah, so that's actually a great point. And um, I always, I tend to always think of things from from the point of view of a performance uh, based advertiser. And so I have a little bit of a different viewpoint and tend to answer that way. So your point is makes a lot of sense. And um, a lot of times there could be a maybe it's even a new company, but it's a well funded new company. And they're out there spending a bunch of money crazy in crazy ways that actually isn't performing for them. Uh, or it's an established brand that isn't as concerned with the bottom line. So in either of those cases, um, you do have to be a little bit careful at, at kind of what you're looking at. Um, and there's no, you know, foolproof way of um, sort of determining this. Um, but the more, you know, the more things you can look at and say that these guys are probably performance focused, uh, the better off you are. So, I mean, you could even use something to to look, um, you know, maybe at their landing pages, are they using different sorts of, um, tools for, for optimization of pages and things like that, that would give you some insight into how advanced they are in terms of their marketing. Um, that might be one thing you could look at. Um, and if they're just a performance-based advertiser that doesn't seem to have a lot of backing or funding, um, you know, that's another good sign that they're actually watching what their ads are doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because sometimes, like a fill, if you can tell they're an affiliate, 
they of course have to reform and they go out of business essentially. So you know sometimes uh, affiliates get a bad rap, but they've got to perform. So they're sometimes good to watch. So right. So if I, someone I actually oh, go ahead. Let me sorry. Let's just go back to that for just a second because the other thing which what you want to look at is um, one one really good indication as to how well they're doing with their advertising is um, do they have a what I would call like a thin business model. Maybe so. If you have you know a couple different competitors that are in the same space, and one of them has a single product, and you go and you sign up for their site and you buy the product or whatever it is, and they're doing very little follow-up marketing, um, they don't have a well-built-out product line, and they're still making the advertising work. Um, they're probably doing a better job with the advertising than someone else who has a full product line and a very deep kind of marketing funnel uh, and, a, and a more full business model because they're able to make, you know, a, a more expensive customer acquisition work for them ultimately. Right. Uh, that's a great, that point. makes sense. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm starting to use your tools like yours and, and I don't want to watch everyone, do you have a guideline of like how many people you should be watching or, you know, should it be like two upstarts and someone in my spend range is something I'm a medium spend and two big companies or is there any kind of sort of rule of thumb for how many to watch or, or should you mix and match how you watch people? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it really varies quite a bit by, you know, how much time you have in, in the market and that sort of thing. But in general, um, you know, you're probably not going to be too concerned with more than a few, uh, three or four or five competitors at any time. I mean, I would think that's typically what people um, would want to pay attention to. Um, so I would say that's probably a good ballpark. Okay. So uh, let's now, say that's, I... Sorry, let me oh, go ahead. I gotta clarify that a little bit because that's I, the, that's what I would call watching direct competitors, right? A handful of of that many, but. I actually think, and maybe we'll you know, talk about this later, but there's a lot to be learned from just sort of watching what's happening all across uh, all across the web with advertising. It doesn't even have to be in your market. Yes, no, that that's sense? that's very fair. There's there's a few. I, I I will fully admit there are a few SERPs and a few types of industries I watch. That every every once in a while I'll play in the industry, but it, it's not really for that reason. It's because they're so cutting edge in what they're doing or they're so performance focused that there's some interesting stuff you can learn from them. And and, and so I, I mean I, I fully do that. Um, exactly. And I have like this handful of companies and or verticals that, you know, just to see who's jumping in and out. Um <laughs> Okay, okay, so let's say I, I've done some research and I've picked some competitors and, and maybe later on I'll pick some industries and I know who I want to watch. So I, I guess the first question is there's a lot to watch. I mean you specialize in display, but we've got landing pages, publishers, ads, different networks. Um, where should I start my analysis? Uh, so, you know, I would start with sort of getting an overview of, of what an advertiser is doing, what one of your competitors is doing. Um, assuming we have, you have a, a market that's well-defined, you know what the competitors are, that sort of thing. Um, then you, you would just start directly looking at those competitors. Um, and, and an overview would mean what ad networks are they showing up on? I mean, if we're just going to stick to kind of talking about display, you know, what display networks are they showing up on? Um, a quick look at their creative and um, which creatives have been running the longest uh, and which landing page, uh, which landing pages have been running the longest. 
Um, those are the things that, that I would look at initially. Okay, so I basically I can pull up a spreadsheet and sort of say competitor ABC, top landing pages, top networks, top ads, and, and, and get that initial picture. Um, okay, so once I've yeah, got I mean, this, I'll go ahead. I mean, you, you can you can dive in. And I mean, for instance, you know, if they're if they're prolific in their ad testing, I mean, you know, in in AdBeat, for instance, we may have hundreds or thousands of creatives that they have tested, right? So if you really wanted to dive in, you could start looking at all this historical data and learning about what did not work, uh, which can be just as valuable as learning, you know, what did work, meaning their current top creatives. Um, that's probably where I'd start, but it can also be really enlightening to see what didn't work for them. Now, that, that's very fair. And, and so if I've got this initial viewpoint, my second spot then is probably going to start right, taking a look at the ads, seeing what messages they tried. And, and, and I almost – and personally, I almost put together like this little matrix that's like here are the offer types in the industry, and here's who has tried which ones – and who is still trying those as opposed to have, have moved on. Um, and, and, and personally, that's how I start. I mean, how would you recommend if someone's getting into the ads uh, that they kind of go into it? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're big on um, kind of looking at historical trends, right? So it's, not enough, it's really not very valuable to just know that an advertiser has run a particular creative. Right. At some point, this this creative was used. Right. That doesn't tell you a whole lot. What you really need to know is, you know, was that an ad that that consistently showed up over time? Um, And what other ads was it, you know, basically kind of tested against uh, and, and, you know, that it beat out ultimately? Um, So, yeah, I mean, we tend to look at, you know, what happens over time, because that's when um, you can sort of start gaining some confidence that, you know, what you're seeing is actually is actually what's working. Now, you've got certain advertisers who kind of make an offer and they just sort of refine that offer over time. And that historical is, is a great way to, to, to do things. I, I completely agree. Then you have people like like all you, like the Geico's where they run you know, seven or eight different consecutive offers. As they retire one, they bring another one. So they don't really run one or two. They run like eight or nine or ten at once. How mm-hmm. uh, is there a good way of trying to to track what they're doing, or should you just track their top couple because there's just so many things? Or how do you how do you sort of recommend someone who's who's dealing with like a, a Geico type situation? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not totally familiar with why would they be rotating the offers? Are you saying just kind of landing pages or um, uh, the no, pitch? So you look the at, yeah, if you look at Geico, right, you've got your caveman and you've got your gecko oh, sure. and then you've got your whatever. And, and so they have all these different stories happening and each story has a, a different market they're trying to reach to. And, and mm-hmm. so they're consistent with you know that single message of fifteen percent, but the delivery mechanism is so vastly different by each channel. It, mm-hmm. It's sometimes hard to sort of get insight into what they're doing. Um, okay, so is there I mean, a good yeah, way to try- well, yeah, I, there's so there could be a lot of different things going on there. I mean, you may be right that they may have those ad campaigns set up to target specific um, demographics or psychographics. Um, I know that, like, for instance, the the credit bureaus do that with, you know, the different campaigns with the 
crazy jingles on, on TV might be targeting a younger audience. And then they have another version of the same offer with very different marketing. Um, so if, you know, you could look at say the, the types of creatives that are around that, you know, one of those campaigns and see, are they targeting different types of websites, right? Um, that's something you can see with competitive intelligence and that might give you some insight into what they're going after, uh, with that market, uh, that might show up in the, in the publisher list that the, that the ads are showing up on. The other thing that could be happening is, you know, maybe they're just cycling, um, cycling these sorts of campaigns because they found that they both work well and it works better to cycle them than it does to run one thing constantly, which is something that I see advertisers do, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say it's super common, but I've seen it before, uh, for sure. Excellent. Excellent. So, that, you know, that's a great segue into looking at publisher-based data. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break for our sponsors. We're going to come back and and get into insights into where people are running ads and should you actually put your ad on that site or how you should use this kind of data. More marketing nirvana after we thank our sponsors oh yeah my day is done time for happy hour you're already done for the day yeah because i use certifiedknowledge.org their ppc tools literally save me hours every day how do you keep on top of all of google's new features easy with certified knowledge their interactive learning modules keep me up to date and if there's something i don't know i can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the google help files Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Your CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. 
only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, so we are back talking with uh, Mike from AdBeat uh, about competitive analysis. And, and as you just mentioned before break, um, we essentially can, can go look at a tool like yours and we can see the most common URLs and sites and so forth ads are being run on. So if I have this data ish, and I see that someone's been on a site for a long time, should I use that to try to put my own ad on that site and knock them off or, or run my ad against theirs? Is it an indication that this types of sites convert and maybe that one's too expensive? I should use this data to find similar types of sites. I mean, how, how should I look at publisher data when you tell me exactly where things are running and what should I do with that? So um, that's a good question. And uh Anytime someone asks this question, I tend to I tend to want to say, you know, do kind of all of uh, all of probably those things that you mentioned, right? You're going to want to take you're going to want to use the information you have and try to use it in different ways and um, see, you know, what works. So it's to- it's a totally viable strategy to see that an advertiser that's your direct competitor is on a particular advertising on a particular publisher. And just to go and, and buy inventory on that publisher and and see if you can make your own offer uh, work on that direct publisher. The the I guess the risk there um, is that you know you could you potentially have a situation where the audience on that site is a little bit burned out on that offer already, like on the market because that other advertiser has been there for a while. Um, and so you could also look for a similar publisher, um, and you could, uh, go out and, and advertise your offer on a similar publisher that you would think would have a similar demographic and, um, profile as, as the, as the one that you found the competitor on. So I would try, I would try both of those things. That's, that's a good point about burnout. That, that's a really, really good point. So when we first started talking, you mentioned a way to get insight into if someone's good or not is looking at landing pages. So uh, in your system, I'm pretty sure I can see all the URLs we're sending traffic to. Um, should I be looking at their offers on the landing page? Should I be using what they're doing to determine my own test? How do you sort of use competitive intelligence on – uh, competitors landing pages and bring it internally to to use that information yourself first one of the top ways uh so landing pages i mean um just real quick you know are are they using um are they using a video on the page is it a an opt-in page are they trying to sell directly on the landing page or is it a multi-step um funnel on their site uh, or are they going for the opt-in instead? Um, all of those things would be kind of just primary things to understand about how the market is currently working. Uh, and if you see the same sort of, of kind of type of landing page um, across several different competitors, you know, that's a pretty good indication that that's at least a viable type of, of strategy for a landing page. Um, it, it could be an opportunity if everyone's doing the same thing for you to kind of break out of that and, and do something very different and, and really kind of have a breakout success because of that. So, um, you know, you can make your own decisions on if you want to try to, you know, be a kind of a follower with something that's proven or potentially reap, you know, bigger rewards by kind of trying to go the opposite. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because sometimes you, you see someone do really well in an industry and suddenly it's all copycat and no one's really yep. doing something outside of the the proverbial box in that one. 
um, um, perfect. So, so that, and so just again, I just I can't I can't overemphasize that you know I I would be looking at any advertiser that's spending a lot of money on your particular you know medium of interest, whether that's search or whether that's display. Um, or whatever. And if you see someone that's spending a lot of money, even if it's not in your market, I would pay a lot of attention to what they're doing with their everything through the creative to the landing page and even, you know, through email marketing and everything, I would pay attention to all of it. Um, even if it's outside of your market, because there's something that they're doing that is working for that, that, that channel of advertising. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So you have a really interesting feature at Abby, which is, um, Spy on split tests. So, so how does that actually work when, when I want to go spy on a competitor's split test? Well, so what that means is we can show you uh, when a, a competitor launches uh, a set of creative, right? So they may launch four different creatives, and, and we would show the, the start date the same on all four of those creatives. And if you look at the creatives, you know, it's pretty easy to tell that they're specifically a split test, right? Because there's just a few words changed in the copy. And um, so you're actually, in, in many cases, you're able to see them launch these creatives at the same time. And then, you know, slowly a week goes by, two weeks goes by, and they, you know, slowly start turning off the losers one by one. And um, so you can kind of watch, you know, basically it's almost like you're, you're inside their account looking at, at what's happening because uh, you kind of see the whole process unfold. Okay, so the biggest question, right, that, that everyone always has with these sort of tools is how do you get the data in and how reliable is it? I mean, that's 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 kind of like the, the big elephant, right, with all these things. So, you know, I know mm -hmm. you use proprietary ways, of course, of getting the data, but how is the data – so do you think of it as absolute or corollary to other people, sort of directional-based data? Uh, I mean, you, 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 you're not going to go wrong if you think of it as kind of directional-based, for sure, right? I mean, that's there's no question about that. Um, there's it's, it's a tricky question. So if we find an ad on a publisher, then we definitely found the ad on that publisher, right? So, yep. you know, there's, there's that sort of thing. But then there's a the question of, you know, well, are we always catching every ad on, on every publisher? And, you mm -hmm. know, the answer is probably not, right? But uh, because the, the web is big. But what we do is we track the, the most important websites, right? And so we're basically tracking uh, what's happening where the traffic is actually happening on the web. And so, um, you know, while we may not have a hundred percent of every impression that's showing up, which would be impossible, we get a representative uh, look at what's happening across the the display advertising landscape, right? Um, so, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to to answer that question. Um, we don't always know. I mean, I'll, here's some of the things like you you don't know why, um, say, for instance, in that split test example, you don't necessarily know why the uh, one ad won versus the others. You don't know if it was a lower click-through rate on the others or maybe the clicks weren't converting, right, when they hit the landing page. So there's certain things you don't really know, but the interesting thing is, in a lot of cases, the end result is the same and that there's something that's working, and so it, it kind of doesn't matter what the reason was, <laughs> you know? Um, because you're still going to get value out of having having that data available to you. 
that make okay, sense? perfect. That's yeah. That's and and, and that's that kind of gets to you know choosing a vendor and how honest are they with you with the answers and all that good stuff, which we're going to talk about in just a minute after we take one more break for our sponsors. More marketing nirvana after we thank our sponsors. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen, we care, we serve our customers, and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com radio. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-01. You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. On demand anytime. Inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana. Presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So we're talking competitive analysis with Mike, and, and actually before we get into choosing vendors, I have one last question about spying on people. Should you spy on yourself? Like, should you put yourself in these tools? Is there anything you can learn that that is easier to learn on a competitive analysis tool than you looking at your own reports inside of whatever account you're using? Um. Well, I I would say in, in most cases, no, but in some cases, um, sure. Uh, because, for instance, there's a lot of blind uh, display advertising networks, and so you may not, excuse me, you may not even know, um, you know, where your ads are showing because the network might not share that with you. Um, but you could you could definitely see that uh, in AdBeat, for instance. Uh, so that that could be interesting to you. 
Okay, perfect. So, so you obviously you you're the founder of AdBee, which is one of these tools. There's you have a lot of a lot, not a lot. You have some competitors. Um, if someone's picking a vendor, what are the main questions that they should ask the vendor before they choose one? Uh, hmm. I mean, that's a good question. Uh, if we're talking specifically about display, um, you know, first, the first thing to understand is there are, there are various tools out there that do, you know, things other than display competitive intelligence. So if you're, you know, we have a lot of people, you know, come to us and say, Hey, can you show us search data? And the answer is no, it's not, it's not what we do. Right. But there are other providers out there that do this sort of thing for search data. Right. So the first thing is kind of make sure you're, you know, you know what it is you're really after, right? Um, and then, you know, uh, make sure that, you know, the the device that you're interested in advertising on is covered because um, there are vendors out there that aren't going to have uh, mobile, for instance, or they're not going to break out mobile by iPhone versus iPad and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so that could be important depending on, you know, how big of a, of a part that is in your, your strategy, right? Uh, geographic coverage, uh, would of course be another one. I mean, the internet is a big place and ads of course are targeted, um, by geography. So if, uh, that means that a tool like this has to collect data in any country that, you know, that, that customers want data for. So that would be another one. You got to make sure that the country that you're interested in is, is covered. Um, I mean, those would be a couple uh, sort of initial things that come off, you know, that I can think yeah, of. That's, that's that's a great list. And if I were to say, well, why should I pick AdBeat? What's your answer? Uh, so we we do things uh, definitely kind of differently than than what else is out there. One of the things we do really well is a um, a trend line view of what's happening with an advertiser on any given publisher or any creative out there um, on a publisher. Uh, and what I mean by a trend line is kind of that a timeline view over time that can show a ramp up in spend or a ramp down in spend. Um, and that's actually um, a lot more valuable and a lot more accurate in terms of what's truly happening than looking at, say, what, what some other vendor might provide you with is a start date and an end date, meaning the last day that they saw a creative, for instance, or the last day they saw an advertiser. And then they'll tell you the first day that they saw that advertiser or the creative. And you're left to sort of, you know, try to figure out what happened in the middle there, right? And as you as you know, there's a million things that could have happened there, right? They could have been advertising consistently for, you know, the last two months or they could have, you know, run a two-day test and then they could have shut down for 90 days and run another two-day test. And, and both of those cases are going to show up the same way uh, if you only have a first and a last date, right? So it's really being able to see what's happening across that whole whole timeline that, that's important. And that's one of the things we do extremely well and I haven't really seen done uh, by anyone else. Uh, we recommend sorry, – sorry, just real quick. I was going to say a couple other things. We, we can identify similar advertisers uh, really well. Uh, so it kind of helps you find competitors that you may not have been aware of. And then we recommend publishers based on the performance of your competitors. Uh, which is also kind of a nice feature. Excellent, excellent. That's that's a nice range. So we're almost out of time. So any last parting words of wisdom to our listeners on competitive intelligence? 
Uh, geez, I guess, um, you know, if you're not doing it, start doing it because it's, it's basically time well spent up front. Um, and the, the, it's, there's, there's an incredible amount of knowledge, uh, and learning that can happen before you spend a penny on advertising. And, um, you can either learn it yourself and spend money and, and basically lose money while you're figuring it out. Uh, or you can try to cut a, as much of that learning curve out uh, early on um, and and figure it out before you're actually having to, to lose money to do it. So excellent, excellent. Thanks. That lots of lots of great advice. So if someone wants to find you online or learn more about your company, where should they go? Uh, sure. So, I mean, our site is adbeat.com and uh, there's a free trial or sorry, a $1 trial available at adbeat.com slash trial. So if anyone wants to sign up there and check it out, they're welcome to. And, and of course, if there's any questions, um, our support email is support at adbeat.com and we can answer any questions you may have. All right. Excellent. Hey, thanks so much. This has been a uh, fantastic information. Okay. Thanks for having me on, Brad. All right, and uh, thanks, and thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Mark and Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information about our guests can be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives of our past shows at webmasterradio.fm, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and pretty much everywhere you want to listen to podcasts and music these days. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.